This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hello, everyone. It's Craig Huey and my beautiful bride, Shelly. Hi. And we're here again with another podcast. I'm so excited. We have with us Pastor Jim Doman. And uh, Jim will have to correct me, but I think I've probably known him for eight to 10 years now. And I got to tell you, you're going to love what you're going to hear. And we have a, a a lot of information to go over. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, can I just chime in for oh, a second? Yeah. I love, love Jim. I, yeah. Every time I think of Jim, I think of a true world changer. That's right. And it's such a treat to be able to hear from his heart today on uh, topics that are just it'll blow your mind so let's let's get into it. okay we're real good Jim what we want to do is talk about um so many people have in their family a son or a daughter who's gotten into the homosexual lifestyle they know somebody uh, a brother a, a cousin some relative, some friend who's gotten into the homosexual lifestyle. And many times, these are people who have been growing up in the church. These are people who have, uh, uh, they know the word of God. And of course, there are some that, 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 that have never heard the gospel at all. And, uh, and same thing with transgender. And uh, one of the things I know about you, Jim, is that you came out of that lifestyle. You came out of the lifestyle with a complete transformation. Can you tell us that story? Absolutely. Let me just say first, thank you, Craig and Shelly. Craig, I've always respected your business sense and your marketing background and how you've helped Church United and myself with our nonprofit. And Shelly, absolutely, your heart for prayer, your intercession for our ministry and pastors, I just want to say thank you. You're a, you're a dynamic couple. I love what you're doing for the kingdom. Thanks for having me on the show. But let me share with you to the parents who are listening, um, if you're specifically being affected by this. And I'll say if you've got younger children, it is exponential the number of LGBT children that are coming home and telling their mom and dad, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, I'm bisexual, I'm non-binary, I'm trans. Oh, I tell you, Jim, it's an epidemic, is it not? And, 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 and epidemic, just, it's, it's yeah. being pushed on social media. It's being pushed in television media. It's being pushed in, in schools. Kids are no longer learning academics. They're mm-hmm. learning sex of the LGBTQ community. It, right. It's horrendous. So, I want you to know you're not alone. And probably if they get anything from this podcast is I want to bring hope to parents, Craig and Kelly. I want to bring hope that God hears you. He hears your prayers and cries, even though your children might be choosing a lifestyle that's not only sinful, but destructive, that change is possible. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wow. Wow. Well, I've um, heard incredible testimonies from friends of yours Jim, that have come out of different lifestyles uh, that were truly, the only way these testimonies could happen is through the power of the Holy Spirit, period. And uh, I mean, men and women completely, totally transformed and being used by the Holy Spirit now 
to further the kingdom. And that's what that's what's so powerful about your book. Well, yes. And you've written the book. Not a mistake. Parents hope for their gay son. Thank you. Uh, you can get the book on notamistake.com or on Amazon. It's also available in Spanish. And I journey my story, kind of my journey with God. Yes. I can yes. know the Lord about seven years old. You'll see that in the book. You'll hear my relationship with my mom and my dad, specifically how important is a father's relationship with their son. Right. You'll get that journey. You'll see, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. I go into homosexuality and my partner who has HIV positive and hepatitis C positive. Wow. Kelly Craig, I was so desperate to love and be loved. I didn't care. Wow. My partner had a terminal illness that could that could adversely affect me. Thank right. the Lord protected me from that. You know, then you hear the story and I just, well, this June, um, June 8th, 2002, more than 20 years ago, I lost everything overnight. Kind of a, not quite a, as severe as a Job experience, but right. similar, mm -hmm. losing everything. I, I share about that and then how God provided the first $5 to pull me out of that, of that desert. Yes. And figuratively. Yes. Right. So I was like, you know, God, and I was just telling my wife the other day, or actually a year ago when the book came out, we had a book release party, and it, uh, a friend of mine who's a chaplain for a state uh, senate said, Jim, would you ever have imagined, he actually told this to my parents, that your son would be here celebrating what God has done in his life, in his own home, married with three kids. I mean, now, it, it, I want to be really clear, I don't know the journey the path for your child, your son or daughter, I don't right. know what that is. It may not be married kids and living happily ever after. I don't know. Right. What I do know is that change is possible if we're willing to allow God into our lives. Me wow, that's right. Struggles and a struggle with same-sex attraction. And that you can be set free. Now, this also doesn't mean you don't have sin anymore and you're no longer tempted. You know, and the book talks about that. How do we choose life instead of death? How do we choose righteousness instead Jim, of all in nature? Your, 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 your testimony of transformation is so powerful. Your parents probably gave up hope. Your, 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 your friends probably just didn't know what to do. Certainly uh, a, a transformation. Where I, I, your, your, your bride, you, you have a beautiful wife. The kids are great. It's such an incredible story. And your love for helping people that have uh, sexual confusion is so tremendous. And that's one of the things I love about the book is that for the parents who don't know what to say to their kids, don't know how to act with friends and neighbors and people in the church, they don't know what to do or say. Yeah. You give kind of a kind of a, a guide as to what to do and say. Can you explain this a little bit? It's really practical, moms and dads. It's like, take it, you know, and I'll give you an example. If you're into football or sports and probably your gay son isn't, yeah. he might be into gaming, he might be into drama, theater. I don't know what that is. Dads, go do what your son wants to do. Get rid of yourself what your Ooh. desires are Ooh. and pursue how God has created him. And it might be dramatically different, but your son needs your love, your approval and walk with him, journey with him. Now, what, Jim, go see a play, go see one with him, you know, oh, buy the Jim. tickets for him. 
he wants to get caught, he do it. One of the things you've mentioned, you, you have a, a call to dads, to mm. be a dad. Yeah. But so many of these kids come from broken, divorced homes or single uh, uh, parent homes. They don't know their dad or they see their dad every other weekend. And it's very light relationship. And then there's this, this hatred for the dad, oftentimes uh, in a divorce situation coming from the mother. Uh, how, how does this work? Or even if it was an unhealthy situation, if the dad was physically or sexually or even emotionally abusive, that disconnect, I don't know. Again, I don't know all the issues, but that plays a huge role into a little boy's, a young man's identity and sexuality. And when that's not there, moms specifically, see if you can find a trusted man in the church who your son looks up to, whom he respects. I remember I started off as a volunteer in our high school department at church and single moms came up to me and were like, Jim, could you spend, you know, the principal, my boys are in trouble. They need help. Mm. They were into gaming. I, I've never been into gaming. I don't yeah. do that. <laughs> the fact I hung out with them and tried to connect because it was very relationally awkward. If you're right. not talkative and you'd rather look at a screen than a human. Yeah. Um, and, but you know what? within weeks not maybe not even a month they started improving the behavior improved it was just my presence and uh, accountability made a huge difference and yeah. even i'll give you an example with my own son you know i hate basketball i i'm not good at sports <laughs> or basketball. i did iron man and triathlons but he wants to play basketball and i kind of like roll my eyes in my back in my head i'm like i'd rather do baseball soccer i don't know sports that i more enjoy but at the end of the day, guess what? This daddy is going to go watch him. He's going to support him. He's going to play with him. I may not be good at it, but I'm going to come alongside the it, the thing my son wants to do, not what I want him to do. Got it. So I think that's part of the heart you'll get in the book too, which is very right. practical. And, the Lord I, I, I wanna... mind, and it gives you a window into a world that doesn't see Jesus. Yes. That's right. Only Jesus, those men will see. And that's powerful right there because we're called to go where they are, period. And that's what Jesus did with even the, the, the woman that was at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. She was isolated. She was, um, quite honestly, completely uncomfortable because she came out in the middle of the day yeah. where no one was around so nobody could see her. And he sat down to be with her. That blows my mind. Just that physical presence, like what you just said, we should be willing to do with our kids that are in rebellion. It doesn't have to be homosexuality. It could be drugs. And I was thinking about the Jesus Revolution movie. We just saw it. Oh, okay. So the one scene that's so powerful, I was in tears, was when Greg Laurie was on drugs and walking around in the pouring rain, just flipping out higher than a kite, ended up on the ground with the rain pouring down on him. Lonnie Frisbee walks up, sits down on the ground in the rain, and he says, I will sit with you as long as it takes. That's the heart of Jesus and yes. parents that have kids that are coming out and saying they're gay. You have to sit with them as long as it takes. Yes. You do not go away from them. Yeah. You be there with them and just love on them. Yes. 
that's that's what it is. It's that visual picture of I'm not going to leave you. Jolly, that's powerful. And I, I got to tell you, my parents did that for me. Wow. He did that. But let me be really clear, because the church, many churches is getting this wrong. They had very strict boundaries. And I think that's really important. They weren't endorsing me, approving my gay lifestyle. They weren't having my partner over for dinner and holidays and all of that stuff. My book talks about that. They were very almost to the point I I read, I said, I accuse them of not being Christ-like and not being Christians because this wasn't Jesus, but they, they laid healthy boundaries and said, your partner cannot come over to our home. We love you. You're our son. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I never realized how much they were praying and interceding to when I came back to the Lord. And again, I would never have admitted to this when I was in the lifestyle, but knowing I had a safe sanctuary, a godly mm-hmm. home, a retreat to disconnect from the world yeah. and go home and be restored yeah. relationally with my mom and my father, and then have that healing and that for that to take place, I really attribute it to the boundaries that they established. We love you, but you can't cross this boundary. So, Jim, the boundaries, you know, the, the, um, uh, I've often uh, given Bible studies where I talk about love versus acceptance. Yes. Where, where you can love, but you may not accept a certain behavior or choice or activity. Well, how does this apply? Does your book go into this? What, what would you say when a, a, a parent who has... Uh, uh, someone who is in the gay lifestyle and they're going to get married or a friend of them are going to get married. Do you go to that wedding? Uh, what happens when there's different activities where, uh, like, like you just had mentioned about, you know, uh, uh, naked people on a stage, where do you say, I can't do this? So that is, if you're married, you and your spouse need to have that question. Um, your, your husband and wife, you guys, you need, you need to have your game plan together first before you share it with your child. Mm. If you're or single, you know, ask the Lord. Either way, ask the Lord, Holy Spirit, to give you counsel and wisdom. Yes. But my book does address those things. And I talk about, no, I don't, you don't go to the wedding, you know? You don't call per, a person by their preferred pronouns, right. male or female. That's yes. biblical, it's biological, there's no exception, period. Yes. You, know, you, you cannot stop speaking truth in, like you mentioned, acceptance over love, and love is speaking the truth, yes. grace and kindness and mercy like Jesus did. Yes. Mm-hmm. To address people where they were at, Heal them, fix them, however you want to look at it. But what would he say after that? Go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. Or he, like the, Shelley, you quoted, we're talking about John chapter four, the woman at the well. Right. I don't think he actually said, stop sinning. He called her out on her right. side. Yes. I think it was so transformational. She be, she was not only healed then, she became the first evangelist in scripture, right. that scripture records and went and told the whole town. I mean, think about it. A woman harlot. Yes. A whore going to say this. I met this man. Here's what he did. Come meet him. That's right. That's powerful. She changed her behavior and started telling people about the changed behavior. But again, it's that heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's wow. right. And, and, Shelly, the, and the thing that I'm that I want to mention on that same story in the Bible, um, she was in a desperate drive for intimacy. Yeah. How much so? She had five husbands, and he knew that about her. 
Yeah. But what is that? That's looking for intimacy and and in a deep intimacy. And that quite honestly, that's the draw for for sexual sin, whether it's gay or lesbian or who knows what, or you just promiscuity in general, yeah. or or drugs. You're looking for an intimate experience that the that the world can offer, but it's not anything near what what the Lord Jesus can offer. So that was her that was her brokenness. And I can tell you, I that that passage in scripture is so powerful because Jesus breaks social norms. He breaks that's right norms. He breaks right. political norms. I mean, all these socioeconomic, all these things are blown out of the water because a man wouldn't be speaking to a woman, let alone that's a right. Jew, a rabbi to a, a Samaritan. And all these, all these social norms are just blown out. And again, a woman is literally empowered and you know to go preach the gospel that's what she was doing she was evangelizing and then bringing people and she was a female they don't do that let alone she was a prostitute or a, a, that's why she was at the well at noon when no one else was around i mean she wasn't accepted by society and yet you look at this radical transformation on all these levels and yeah. moms and dads you might you might think your parenting is a mistake you know, that's why I love the title of the book. It's not a mistake. Mm-hmm. We learn, we grow, and we and, and we and we and we focus to be more Christ-like when we're encountered with these difficult hardships in our life. Wow, Jim. So your book, not a mistake. Parents hope for their gay son. Um, I got to tell you, that is a book that if someone has someone in their family who is in the homosexual lifestyle, they have to read this. People who know someone with that situation, they need to buy this book, give it to their friends. Pastors and church leaders need to know about this book and have it available. And um, and, and how do, how do you get this book? Tell us the best ways. You can. I I'd love it if you could get it on notamistake.com. Um, it's also available on Amazon. You can get it on your Kindle if you like to read it digitally, as well as Audible. You'll hear my you'll hear my voice my wife's voice, the pastors who endorsed it, their voices. And my book includes, this is what I love about the book. And Craig and Shelly, I want you to know, the book, point. my heart was to point people to Jesus. Yes. That's who, the author, the perfecter of our faith. Yes. That's who we turn to. It's not me. It's not my book. But the book's going to point you to Christ. Yes. Amen. And I did not want the story, although it is my story, to be the focus on me. I included 19 former LGBTQ people, male and female, black, brown, and white from around the globe. I'm the president of the Global Rainbow Crossers Alliance. We have now over 70 nations of former LGBTQ leaders around the globe. Wow. Love Jesus. And I love stories. If you get it on Audible, you actually get to hear some of the broken English accents as they're reading their stories. Awesome. But I wanted to, I wanted to tell the story of God, his Mm. redemption of his people and that you can change and you can be redeemed. But here's the key Mm. to choose it. Do you want to be healed? Do you really want to be transformed? Now, yeah. hear me really clearly. This doesn't mean you're not tempted. Yeah. We give our lives to Jesus. It doesn't mean everything. Yes, maybe for a season, that honeymoon season. But when the temptations come back, what do you do? Oof. Actually, um, I just finished my second book. <laughs> yeah. Drilling with addressing those topics specifically. Yeah. But the book's going to bring you hope, mom and dad. That's so awesome. Once again, if I want to get the book, Give me the URL, give me the web address where I can get it from you. 
or get maybe multiple copies from you? Sure. That would be notamistake.com. You can order it there. We'll send you a copy if you want to order um, more than one. I think there's 28 in a book. If you want to order a carton, shoot me an email. You can contact me at notamistake.com and we'll work out some special pricing if you want to get a case. Um, And then also, if you need it in Spanish, we have them in Spanish as well as on Amazon. You can get them in English and Spanish as well. Jim, thank you so much. You're giving hope to people who just don't know what to do, what to think. They have no hope. Shelly, you want to give a a closing uh, prayer for Jim and his ministry? Absolutely. Lord, thank you so much for Jim. I thank you, God, that you found him. Yes. What a miracle that you find us. Yes. It's unbelievable when we look at how we have been grabbed by your Holy Spirit. So, Lord, I thank you that that is all supernatural work. Just like what you said to the Samaritan woman, you worship that which you do not know. There's so many people that are worshiping things that they do not know, but we worship that which we know, which is supernatural. That's the breakthrough. That's the transformational power. It's supernatural. So, Lord, I thank you that your supernatural power will fall down on every single listener on this podcast, as well as Jim Doman and his ministries and the people he touches. And I thank you, Father, that we will see the thing that happened to this woman happen to each one of us, that we will be bold and courageous and go into the city and talk to those that have been compromised and tell them the good news of Jesus Christ, and it will multiply. So we thank you for multiplication to happen, financial multiplication, multiplication of pastors and leaders that are coming up through Church United, multiplication on this book. I thank you, Father, for what what is going to happen within each family that's actually listening right now. A, a, A purposeful, powerful deliverance that's going to happen over their kids, over their marriages, over the things that they touch, the involvement they may or may not have in the church. Lord, you're going to rise up an army, and we thank you and praise your name that you're doing this. In Jesus' name, amen. Jim, thank you. Can I say a quick prayer for the moms and dads? Oh, yes. Thank you. Lord Jesus, I just ask right now, if there's a mom or a dad or they're both listening to this, God, I Lord, just have them raise their hand, Lord, just up a little bit, and Lord, that you... That as, as I pray over them, that they will receive and hear that you hear their cries and that you love them and their children. So God, I pray if it's a son or a daughter, if they're gay, bisexual, wherever they are on the spectrum, trans, whatever they might be, Lord, would you set them free? Scripture mm-hmm. says your kindness leads to repentance. Right. And I pray you would move in their hearts and minds and that, Lord, it would be part of this revival and awakening that's happening right now Lord, yes. Yes. with these issues. And I pray that. Lord, that you would answer the prayer of every mom and of every father, that their children would come back to you. And if they don't know you, they'd come to know you. And if you're listening right now and you struggle with same-sex attraction and you're confused about your sex and you, you think you're in the body of the wrong body in which God gave you, Lord, I pray you would... Um, in the name of Jesus, you remove that confusion, yes. bring clarity, and you would you would speak to the inner heart and mind that they would know they were created good mm-hmm. in your image, male or female. So, God, I pray 
as those who struggle with same-sex attraction and others on the LGBTQ spectrum. Lord, if they read my book, they would be encouraged hearing the other stories of former LGBTQ people that change is possible and that you love them and you want to set them free. In the all-powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. amen. Jim, this has been more than awesome. Really appreciate it. Love to have you come back for another program sometime soon. And uh, we're excited. So everyone, I urge you, get that book. Uh, it'll give you hope. It'll give you insight into what God can and is doing. And uh, everyone, uh, not a mistake, uh, a parent's hope for their gay son. And one more thing I would just add. With this podcast, you can send this podcast out to friends, out to family members, out to people in your church. I encourage you to, to, to take this, this valuable time we had with Pastor Jim and, and let others hear it. So, and Shelly, I, I think it's time for us to go. Any yep. last words for our listeners until next week? Uh, two words, actually. What's that? Expect miracles. Amen. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.